Hey Skyfarers and welcome to Apercast, the Caledon Overlords podcast. I'm Lee, the Arkham Admiral, and I'm joined today by a couple of great admirals. Uh, those of you uh, with your uh, monolens properly calibrated will probably recognise Adeptus Dysus, uh, Alex Fibonu from previous yep. shows. How are you, Alex? I'm doing great, thank you. Brilliant. brilliant. It's been a while, it's been a while. It, yeah. I think it was yeah, it's a great to have you back. Thank you. Uh, great to be uh, back. You've been um, doing a couple of shows with AOS Geeks. I mean, yeah, actually, I did. Uh, these are two of my friends uh, from uh, from Quebec in Canada. Um, so uh, we've met a year and a half ago at a tournament, and we kind of, you know, hooked up, and we just, you know, planned some games. They've been coming to my events, and they started a new uh, a new channel. It's a French channel because we're French. Uh, speaking province and AOS Geeks covers like battle reports, new releases, uh, Tactica, and I've been doing a, K, a KO Tactica with them. Uh, I think it's a few weeks ago. So uh, here I am. So now I, I've been busy with my French speaking dudes, and I'm back mm -hmm. to the English speaking ones. Okay. Multilingual then. There so, you go. Uh, yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so if, if you're watching and you speak French, then go check them out. Yeah, great channel. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have, uh, well, I'm assuming he's French, he says bonjour, so, I mean, I think a lot of people know that, whether they speak proper French, like French fluently or not. But, yep. And, uh, but, yeah. Um, and then the other guest for tonight's show is uh, well, a globetrotter of the Skyports. Uh, you might know him as Beards of Glory on the Discord, uh, Kyle Callip. Hey, guys. Uh, great to have you on, Kyle. Thank you. Um, yeah. uh, this uh, the show that we're doing is going to be a little bit of a series, um, and in in some ways, Carl is a little bit of the inspiration for it, because Carl, you've actually played all of the Skyports at a competitive level, haven't you? Uh, all of them except Bark. No, yes, yeah, uh, to some great. degree. <laughs> I'll get there someday. <laughs> um, I do that next next time. But yeah, next time. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, today we're going to talk about Barracks On. Um, as I mentioned, the um, this is a bit of a series that we're going to be doing, um, you know, show on each Skyport. There, we will probably mix in some other shows in between, so that it's not going to be every show from now on is going to be on a Skyport, um, you know, maybe other, every other or something, but you know, just so we can, you know fit in some other things in case more KO players win tournaments because that happens a lot these days. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of tournaments, um, on the news side of things, uh, the tournament that we spoke about last week on the show, uh, the GTC, uh, Max, who's normally on the show, is currently 2-1 with his list. Uh, he lost to Eels. Yeah, figures. Never, it's never a fun matchup. Um, Kryptonite. <laughs> and um, uh, Timo, uh, I can't remember his, his surname, but it was, it was the last list we looked at. He is currently uh, Frio. Um, his list was a Barracks Ilfin, Iron Sky Command with two gun haulers, and Warp Lightning Vortex, obviously. Pretty standard. Yeah, fairly standard list. Um, but yeah, the, the unfortunately the tournament uh, 
has had a lot of dropouts because of COVID and stuff. Um, I think originally they were meant to have 100 players. When we did the list review, they had 80-something. On the first day, they had 60-something, and now they're down to the 50s. Well, uh, brutal. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense, though. Um, it's hard to hold big things. Still 50 yeah. players, you know, with the event. People. Yeah, it's a lot of people. It's, it's a great event. Yeah. Yeah, still a, a really, uh, quite probably one of the biggest events of the year, actually. Yeah. I've an event in August. You know, we were supposed to hold it in uh, in April. Uh, so we held it in August instead. We dropped from 64 players to 50. So we're still thrilled to have that many players show up, you know, considering everything. So uh, I think 50 right now is is an awesome event, to be honest. We should, you know, be, be lucky that, you know, in, in Canada, we can't, you know, well, well, actually in Quebec, we can't hold any events for now. And we probably won't for the next few months. So, you know, I think a 50 player event, I think it's still great. All things considered. Yeah, I mean, it's better than we're doing it in the UK at the moment. <laughs> events by, so, um, yeah, it doesn't look like we're going to be having any for a while. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about bags on tonight. Uh, before we jump into looking at the Allegiance abilities for the Skyborn things, um, why don't you guys tell me, because you, you both played Barracks on. Uh, Alex, you used to play Zilfin and you've moved to Zon, and Carl, you've well, you've tried most Skyports, as we said. So um, what drew you, guys, you, you both to Barracks on? Um, so for me, it was... Everybody was saying Barak's song was bad. So I was like, you know what? I think Skywardens are really good. And then I'm one of the people who really pushes that the Admiral is really, really good. So um, I was like, okay, well, let's let's take the, the worst Skyport and play it competitively and see what happens. And so the first time, there was about like 18 people in that tournament. And then uh, I won all three of my games and topped it. So it's definitely doable. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I was just pushing, pushing what you could do with the Sky Wardens and pushing what you could do with an Admiral. Um, at the second time I played them, though, it didn't go as well, mostly because uh, I realized the first time I did it, I relied a lot on the old uh, Aethergold mechanic where they had more triumphs, and I used the CP farm a lot. Um, the new one, you get kind of... Uh, I ran into the problem with... Um, Coalesce Seraphon and yeah. Skywarns doing D3 damage against everything that reduces to one. It's just really, really hard to kill uh, 30 Saurus Knights when everything you have to do is times two, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. brutal. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I'm, as you said, Lee, uh, I'm a long time Zilfin player, was with the first book. You know, I, I always said that, you know, movement wins the game and uh you know i think zelfin does it better i think with the new book with the new rules especially now that the faq came out uh confirming how the the footnote works i think this is pretty much you know the go-to skyport competitively and to be honest i grew a bit tired of it because you know i'm i like to play things that are a bit outside the box and now that Pretty much every list is Zilfin Vortex. 
uh, Iron Sky Command. I didn't even play Iron Sky Command. I played Escort Wing, still do. But, um, you know, I, there's something to be said about, you know, trying to win, you know, with a hand behind your back or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, I like to challenge myself um, just like I did. Uh, I think it was a year ago when I we, I, we did a, a show about CCBB uh, that I won with the old book. You know, that was a challenge for me. And uh, Baragazan uh, really, you know, looks good. I, I love the Sky Wardens. I think they're probably, probably the, my favorite unit in the book as far as Maul is concerned. And I just find it a bit sad that they're not as good as the Riggers. But, um, you know, I, I tried to, to build a list that will take advantage of those and put them on, on the table, actually. So, so far, um, I haven't been able to play a lot of games. Uh, maybe four or five with Barracks on, um, but every single game has been a blast. Uh, I have won all of my games so far with Barracks on. Uh, some has, have been really close, but uh, they're fun to play. There are different tricks that you can pull off, and uh, yeah, I don't regret it. You know, I, I think that since I, I'm, I'm not doing you know that many big events anymore because there aren't many in, in Canada to start with, and I'm hosting the biggest one, so I'm not playing in it. Um, um, I think I'm going to focus like for local games, for you know local gaming store games on my Zon list. And if ever I go, I'm, I'm playing a, in a big event, I'll pull my Zilfin list, you know, my Zilfin Vortex, you know, mm-hmm. every shenanigans known. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to be playing Zon for a while. Cool. Um, sorry, we're going to say something, Carl. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I definitely agree that, um, as a player, if you want to get better with the army, you should stay away from Zilfin because if you fall yeah. into mm-hmm. playing Zilfin every time, inevitably when that gets nerfed, you're going to sit there and go, okay, I don't know how to play this army. Right. So mm-hmm. I think uh, for the people who are exploring the different options, it's definitely uh, going to help make you a better KO player. Oh, yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I think you're going to enjoy um, the army more. I think you're going to learn to, you know, not only shoot everything that moves, but you know, focus in in all phases of, of the game. So I think that's where Zon shines, to be honest. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, Carl, you touched on the fact that a lot of people say Zon is bad. Would you think it's fair to say that that's mostly a holdover from the last book? Um, kind of, but. Yeah, because most people will look at Skywardens and say they're bad. Mm-hmm. Mathematically, they do come out worse than Engine Riggers, unless you take um, Escort Wing or Zahn. Uh, and then, you know, even when you take Zahn, it's like, okay, well, I have to still charge. And we have no retreat and charge mechanics. So on the surface, it looks it just looks bad. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you compare it to Zilfin or Marnar, which are just objectively almost better, um, then yeah, you, you I a lot of people I talk to on Reddit or in Discord will be like, oh, I don't, Zon like looks cool, but it's not going to play competitively. I'm like, okay, well then let's let's play it competitively and see what happens. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what my thoughts on it are. Yeah, I, I agree, it, Kyle. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say yeah. I think a lot of it is people prejudice against it because of the old book, and it's not obviously good now but doesn't mean it's just because it's not obvious doesn't mean it's not good i mean to be honest as a whole i think that 
KO are a top tier, like S tier, whatever you want to call it, with Seraphon mm -hmm. and probably Zinch. Um, so, you know, even if you play like less competitive Skyport, it's still a competitive army. Definitely. You know, so even if you play Zon or if you play Nar or if you play Thring or even Urbaz or Mornar, because I think Zilfin is a cut above everyone else. Mm -hmm. But even if you play, you know, lesser known or lesser played Skyports, uh, it's still, you know, you still have the same War Scrolls. You still have good units. You still have good rules. Um, mm -hmm. And I think Zon really focuses on an, an aspect which is different than the other Skyports. And, you know, Wardens and Zon and Escort Wing are actually not bad. They're actually pretty good. So if you change your way of playing to the strength of the Skyport, you'd be surprised, to be honest. Yeah. And we, we talked about uh, the math on Wardens a little briefly, just comparing the Drendrimigas. And I mean, the truth is they're not that much different. In general, outside of Zon and Escort Wing, they are objectively worse, but they're not, you know, a large amount worse. You know, you're talking about marginal numbers mostly. Um, the big caveat is about pistol range, probably. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, because it doesn't matter how much damage you do if you can't actually put that damage on the table. Um, so make those make those pistols an inch. Like a 10 inch range. <laughs> yeah. That would change everything. Wardens would be seen on probably a lot of battlefields. Definitely. Because of that 9 inch, they're not. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, pretty brutal. Yeah, just to unpack that for, for newer players, the, the reason we say that is because of if you fly high, you have to land more than 9 inches away. So obviously, with your 9 inch range, then you just, yeah, you can't shoot anything. Because you have to be more than nine inches away. Um, uh, Guy P in the chat uh, says he's new to KO and he's picked up 2,000 points. And he's asking, would we say Barrackzon is beginner friendly? Hmm. Nah. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't uh, know. So I, I think there are two ways you can play this, play this arm. Uh, I've done it two different ways. So I think the, if you play it like you're playing Urbaz, uh, where you take Escort Wing, you take three different groups of six Sky Wardens, you take three uh, uh, Gun Haulers. This is something you can do with the um, two Star Collecting Boxes and one Aether War Box. That's why I always argue this, mm -hmm. is that you can play the other Sky Ports. Um, if you do that, that's around, I think, 1,500 points or something. Uh, and you can just drop them three different places uh, and then go off from there. And I think you can probably still win some games and have fun just charging things. The downside is that you have to make eight inch charges, have to make nine inch charges, um, which is without cogs. If you're doing something special, it's not typically going to happen, but I still think you can make those charges and have fun um, casually. Now, is it the best out of the six to start with? Probably not. Um, you could also do uh, start with frigates uh, and then do mm -hmm. Iron Sky attack. But yeah, it's it's a it's 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 a bit it's a bit harder. I would say it's you know to to have fun. It's probably medium level to play it competitively. It's definitely hard. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree because you know usually 
the the internet wisdom says that if you want if you buy sky riggers you're gonna you know build in like engine riggers so if you build them like sky warden and you you play zon and you're probably gonna be uh disappointed with the army because you as kyle just said you know you rely on long charges to make them work uh there are nifty tricks of course but um i think like a beginner because I see uh, Kramer Corp in the, in the chat, what do you recommend for beginners? Uh, I think if you wanna still have friends and still learn um, the book, I think Urbaz is a pretty you know easy sky port to begin with because you play with the ethical uh, mechanic quite a lot. Um, you have your choice of artifacts. Um, you have your, usually your choice of command trait and it's a, pretty standard, pretty streamlined um, skyport while being a, a, a competitive skyport. Uh, so yeah, Zon, I mean, every sky, there, there's not a single beginner friendly skyport, I think. Uh, if you wanna learn the faction, if you wanna learn the army, I think they're all pretty, you know, easy to learn. But if you wanna, you know, begin competitively, I think you should go more like Urbaz, Zilfin, obviously, but uh, yeah, every skyport can be challenging. There, there's no magic answer. I think KO as a as a faction is pretty easy to learn, and you know, having some results early on the battlefield because you know, with the all the rules, you know, the the, the flying high and everything, and you're gonna shoot stuff. You're gonna kill models, so you're gonna have fun. You're gonna, you know, you won't get table without doing nothing. But I think, just like Kyle said, I think Zon is more of an advanced faction, maybe, to learn an and master. That'll be, I think, the gist of it for me. Yeah, um, and a good point about Urbaz is, because you have the extra A for gold, you you have a safety net if you make mistakes, because you can use it to re-roll saves. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and because if you are new, you will make mistakes. I mean, no one's perfect, so... Yeah. That's a great thing about Urbaz. Um, and you're encouraged to actually use the gold. <laughs> yeah. If you're playing something else, you might forget it exists. Here it's like, oh, I'm, yeah. if I'm not using the gold, I'm not using the Skyport. Like, <laughs> you know. There you go. Um, of course. But yeah, so Urbaz, just because the start collecting box will get you there. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, let's, let's go back to Zon. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on target, um, guys. <laughs> um yeah well that's something that we're not good at doing on this show <laughs> we're always going off, off off topic but uh so one other thing before we look at the uh legion's abilities that i've been thinking about with zon recently is that with fly high there's an inherent flaw or not necessarily well flaw might be in the wrong word because it's obviously really powerful but there are ways your opponents can play around it if you rely on it too much, which is that they can just put one model on an objective. And if they're within three inches of the objective, then you can't land because you're nine inches away on the objective at all. And then if you shoot them, then then you definitely can't charge onto it either. Mm -hmm. um, so to get onto objectives, I mean, obviously Zilfin, that once per game fly high in the hero phase means that you can do it. But it's once per game, so I was I've been looking into taking cogs or um, bound chronomatic cogs instead potentially, and then 
if you if you look into a list for charging then zon is almost a um like a, an obvious pick because you get bonuses when you charge what do you guys think of that I don't know if I explained it very well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think our two the two weaknesses of KO in general is um, playing against an army that has board control, that can limit where you land, that can dictate actually where you land. You know, like a Nighthound army or Skaven or everything that has a lot of models, uh, goblins, stuff like that. Um, and of course, we can shoot people off objectives pretty easily but to take the objectives away from the enemy uh we don't have a lot of units that can do that reliably so we rely on you know usually andrin riggers to you know clear objectives and then charge in steal the objective or in zone you know mainly wardens because on the charge they are mathematically better than their counterpart than the riggers um so yeah i think that's you know that's a nice way of playing i, I think every list should have multiple units of of riggers or wardens if you're playing zon just to have those units that can clear and steal objectives quickly instead of shooting and then on the next turn stealing the objective so that's i think the goal of the sky riggers in our army so in my case um i am playing against a lot of people who play against ko often part of it is because i play ko often um, so uh, what it turns into is that people have this assumption that, oh, I need to start screening. I need to stand on um, uh, on terrain so I can have bonuses, uh, you know, AC bonuses. Um, not AC, but And so um, when you're playing Zon, at least the way I play Zon, I don't actually fly high. Um, mm -hmm. Cogs gets me that 14 inches of movement or 12 inches of movement. And then I can make those plus three charges, plus four charges. So what I have, my experience typically is um, somebody will play as if they're expecting me to shoot them. Uh, and so they might move their army in a way that screens um, dropping or um, shooting. And then they might make themselves vulnerable for charging. Um, so I have one time where I was playing against a uh, Seraphon um, Croak summoning list, you know, Salamanders before they got nerfed. Uh, and Croak moved a little bit further ahead than he should have. It was a, good, it was a great place for blocking shooting because of uh, his two-up rerollable save. But what it had done is that allowed my battling ram, uh, Ironclad, to come in. And to, uh, I rolled a like a 10 after rerolling it, uh, plus four to that charge. So it was a 14. Uh, and I got nine mortal wounds off of that charge on the four-ups. <laughs> so, you know, kill all his Saurus guard. Uh, that were around him and then um in the following phase you know you pop the aether gold on the engine master to reroll hits and you just crit fish you know get those nine mortal wounds off and you kill croak you know so um the, the cool thing the, the pldr here is that the cool thing about zon is that you play it against people who think they know ko yeah and then you're just like hey i do things in the combat phase <laughs> <laughs> and you can cycle charge, right? Like it's a, because uh, you just pick the ironclad up, make another uh, nine inch charge, but, um, you know, plus four, or just after you killed something in melee, because you probably did move over there and crash into something else. Yeah, more on that when we get to the list. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to the allegiance abilities, uh, but before we do, he comes to, uh, in, the, in the chat, uh, says that, uh, 
the Endron Master with dirigible suit looks good in Zon. Would you consider taking two of them? Well, uh, I, I've considered it. Um, looks good in Zon, yes, but uh, you know the charge bonuses don't really apply to him because the plus one to wound, he already wounds on a two up. So unless you're you're attacking something that you know as a negative modifier to wound rolls, uh, you know doesn't do much. Um, to be honest, with the extra points, uh, I prefer going another direction. I think one is mandatory because the, the, the command trait and the artifact are really great on a dredgeable Ender Master, but I wouldn't go to two, to be honest. But that's my opinion. Uh, the uh, only reason why I would say to take two or three, just to be really cute, is that you would have three gun haulers. You'd have three of these dredgeables and you have six of the, um, and so you, you go all into this. Now, now is that you know something you're gonna do in competitive? No, but you can give them. Um, it can be really cute, and then if you the you know you're healing three on those gun haulers every turn. If you can make those charges, uh, and then you make sure that you're you know only taking wounds on the gun haulers instead, it, it can be done. I don't recommend it, but it can be done. <laughs> There is uh, another thing you could do, which is if you wanted to go full meme, and it's not not competitive really, is you take three of them in Iron Sky Command and Brock Grunson as well, <laughs> because you can fit him in the battalion and then just charge with all for, all three all four of them. <laughs> yeah, for one fly high, but yeah, uh, I don't think that's competitive. No, I don't think so. Especially not not when you no. can't give them artifacts. Like there, there's kind yeah. of an argument if you can give the uh, um, three up, ignore magic on one, and then you give the warlord trait on the other, then you have two dudes who are not dying to anything. Um, but you can't unless you take a, a battalion and like are you gonna take iron sky command you know you're running out of points quickly there if you're doing this so that's yeah. a good question yeah i mean um we we uh, i'm gonna move on to the next slide because we're, we're start we're, we're mentioning we're referring to these things anyway but one of the big things about zon is the command trait and the artifact of power which makes one ender master to a triple suit really good um, but the second one is not going to be getting those. So, so yeah, these are the allegiance abilities for Banks on the. You obviously also get you know the standard KO ones of A for Gold, um, and then you get these as well. So the first one is uh, these not worth. Uh, you add one to wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons by friendly skyfarers the melee charge move in the same turn plus as well as that you add one to hit rolls for attacks made by melee weapons of sky wardens that made a charge move in the same turn so this obviously buffs sky wardens more than you know any other unit it's a little bit misleading in my opinion because it looks like a buff for most other units, but actually it's not. Because a lot of other things you want in combat, wound on a two. So, engine riggers, engine master with a triple suit, 
they they get that plus one to to wound, but they're already wounding on a two. So unless unless they're facing a negative modifier to wound, that's not going to do anything. Yeah, and that's when you regret you know losing the three special weapons, three same special weapons for Arcanaut companies, but not for the Skyhooks, mm -hmm. for the Sky Pikes. Yeah. So <laughs> of course, but yeah, I think it's a it's a great ability if you use of course Skywarden. You know, it can be pretty interesting on um, Arcanaut companies. Um, but yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, this is what, you know, makes Zon Zon, right? This is why you, yeah. you pick Skywardens. So my thoughts on it is, um, first off, a disclaimer. If you charge with a boat, it does not count as charging with the models inside. So even exactly. though you might think that the engine master with the harness has a three up, three mm -hmm. up, he does not go up to a three up, two up just because he charged. Um, so, you know, Thunders are the only other, out of the three units in this army, Thunders are the only ones who will possibly get a bonus out of this and they go to fours and threes. It's not really worth it. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Sky Wardens are definitely like the only ones here. Arcanaut Company, if you Iron Sky Command to Iron Sky Attack with them, make them charge onto a point, you do get threes and threes. Now, these are no rend, one damage, um, you know, 10 attacks, uh, like seven plus, you know, your sky pike. Is it worth it? Not really. Um, most of my thoughts when you're taking iron sky attack is you're not charging to do damage. Uh, you're, mm -hmm. you're charging to score points on an objective where somebody is foolish enough to put one model on. Right? Or to tie so, up a unit. Exactly, exactly. So um, don't look at this... Uh, and say, oh, I'm going to take a bunch of Arcanaut Company. Arcanaut Company are skirmish infantry who shoot at range and then have a cute little melee attack. They're not mm -hmm. melee gods. So, yeah, that, that, that's my thoughts on the first one here. They're, they're objective grabbers that any wound that they're going to deal in the whole battle will be bonus. That's pretty much it. Okay. Um, uh, Asmund in the chat asks if anyone has found show them you're still useful so i think we're we're skip ahead to that one since he's asked about it so show them their steel is the footnote for barracks on which is once per battle in your hero phrase one friendly skyfarer's unit that is part of a garrison on a sky vessel can leave that garrison and set up uh wholly within three inches of the vessel and more than nine inches from enemy units and i think there's really only one way you, you can use this um, which is basically to get a hero out of the boat in the hero phase, uh, such as a chemist, and then they can put their buff on a unit. I can't. And that's the way I use it. You know, it, it, it can grant you extra movement if you need, like, to, to grab that objective, and you can't land because of you know distance or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, by disembarking three, you, know, you can move and run, mm -hmm. but you no, know, that's stretching it at best. I think the only real usage out of this is, as you said, Lee, uh, just using a character, a chemist, most often than not, to you know disembark, buff a unit, and that's it. So, uh, what was it? Is it places of arcane power? Which one is the one where the hero has to move onto it? Yeah, this mm -hmm. is the one. Yeah. That's the only, um, I think the only battle plan where you need to move a hero onto an objective where mm -hmm. you couldn't just hop out of it. 
Um, so there, there's the other one. But yes, okay. definitely um, using the canvas buff is, is what I use it for. Yeah, you know, if you, if you compare like footnotes, you, you have this one for Zahn and you have the Zilfin one, you know, it's, you know, not even close to being on the same level of power. So obviously I think this footnote for Zahn is the worst rule or artifact or command trait. It's, it's the worst allegiance or sub-faction rule that you're going to have. I think Nar has uh, some really bad ones. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, of that's another show. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason we're not doing Barrack Nar first. You want to still have viewers after that, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, but mm. the, the chemist buff is incredibly powerful. And I'll, I'll talk about mm. that more when we get to my list. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah, let's, let's move on. No. The um, the places of arcane power point is a good one because that's actually a very tough battle plan for KO. Yep. So to have a little bit of a bonus in that is helpful. Um, you you brought up uh, movement, Alex, but I don't think it actually works out that it helps you in any way in terms of because you when you get out using this footnote, it's wholly within three. And then, yep. so you can you can move afterwards. Um, it's yep. only if you run afterwards that you actually gain anything, isn't it? Because yeah, but if uh, if I'm mis not mistaken, the garrison rule uh, when you set up outside a garrison, you can't move at all. No, but you mm -hmm. can get out within six. Yeah. yeah. So you within, basically you, yeah. you get an inch, but then you can run. So you potentially you know gain seven inches, which is. As I said, it might happen once, like this rule will gonna get you an objective, but it's it's a stretch to say the least. It, it's the really thing, fun that it makes a difference. Yes. The other thing though is that um, the nine inch stipulation, if something else is on mm -hmm. the point, it is a huge issue. Like otherwise you could just mm -hmm. you could be engaged with something on on the point. They could be base to base to you. And three inches behind them, you still have that three inch window where you can put something down outside of your boat because it's six mm -hmm. inches. Um, so in any other situation besides places of arcane power, it's really, yeah, yeah, you can run. If you have cogs, you can move 12. But most of the time, you're just going to get further uh, just placing your dude there. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. um, OK, uh, so let's look at some of the other abilities. The article is Honor is Everything. You can reroll hit rolls of one for attacks made by barracks on heroes that target a hero or monster. I mean, that's helpful. It's yeah, I think it's huge, personally, um, because it's basically volley fire and mm -hmm. all out attack on all of your heroes. Um, yep. I didn't realize at first that this was in the, in the shooting phase as well. You can mm -hmm. punk some dudes um, from. A chemist on a monster is pretty good. Yeah, canvas and the monster is huge. And then the um, the freaking mm -hmm. uh, dirigible suit, if you're shooting yep. a hero from 18 inches and you're re-rolling the ones for free. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't, can't like, it's actually pretty good because I usually run with quite a few heroes. Yeah, I agree. It's a nice rule. Uh, and then we also have the amendment, which is leave no to Arden behind. 
which is add two to the bravery characteristic or friendly skyfarers if they're wholly within 12 of a sky vessel. I like the rule. Yeah, I like a lot. I mean, uh, I usually run at least three ships in all of my lists. So obviously this is pretty good. And, you know, since, you know, KO armies usually don't have, you know, big units. Um, I saw Kyle's list with 12 Sky Wardens, which might be in the exception. But I usually run units of six. So having that plus two bravery to the uh, the Sky Riggers, you know, it's it's basically the equivalent of, you know, immune to battle shock if they're near a ship. Because once you lose, you know, four or five, then you won't mind most of the time losing the, 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 the other one because of battle shock. So to me, when I, I looked at my list and I debated between Iron Sky Command and Escort Wing, like this rule really gives me, you know, not, of course, the awesome rule of the Sky Command, but it's, you know, it's, it's a start. And since I run small units, I don't usually uh, need the Iron Sky Command rule. So I, I, instead, I went with Escort Wing. To, and with Zahn, I can have that battle shock immunity, you know, sort of. So to me, that's that's really helpful, actually. Yeah, the other thing, because uh, if you're running six, group to six, if you lose yep. two guys, um, then you're in danger of losing yep. bravery, right? Like, Because if bravery is seven, you lose two guys, you can roll a six, I, that happens. Or have um, some negative modifiers. Exactly, right. Now, if you have that, that gun hauler, next to you at all times, which you probably should, especially if you're taking a torpedo, uh, it makes a huge difference. I don't use it personally, but I think it makes a huge difference. Yeah. It depends on which list you want to run. And since you run Iron Sky Command, you don't need it as much. Um, the, the other thing about this ability is if you're going to, say, compare it to another Skyport, is if you compare it to Urbaz, where they basically say, that you don't have to minus one from bravery if you use the gold. I mean, this is kind of doing that. In fact, it's better because you you only have, you use your gold, but you're already plus two bravery anyway. So you it, it's negating it, but then you're, you're still higher bravery after you've used your gold than than you would have been before. Not that sky that sky ones will actually have brave uh, able gold to use, but <laughs> um, if you've got other units uh, that could use it. Um, Another thing is because it's a bravery characteristic, if enemy units have something that targets or does damage based on that, something you know, um, like flares, for example. Terror guys. Yeah. It, it's a little bit helpful there, whereas a Battleshock immunity doesn't help there. No. Uh, plus two bravery will. Um, which is niche, but... I'll, I'll, I'll take it, to be honest. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, so it's not an ability, right? You don't take Zorn for this ability, but it, you know, the fact that it's there, you know, it's nothing, you know, you're not going to complain that you've got this little bit of a buff. No. It's a free buff. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Asmund in the chat says that the first ability works inside the boat. Uh, Synergy, we finally found it, um, but it doesn't. <laughs> Uh, as Carl pointed out earlier, if the if the boat charges and the units inside don't count, it means the article, so. the article, not the not yeah, the, the article. Okay. The honor is everything. Yes, oh, you can shoot with the it admiral with his three, you know, three up, 
for a pistol, you can reroll the ones when you're shooting out of the boat. Yes, yeah. you can do that. Um, <laughs> typically, it's for the. Uh, I use it when I have an engine master in the boat who I'm not giving um, uh, Rather Gold rerolls. You know, the plus one mm -hmm. to hit from the Admiral puts you on two up, three ups. Uh, Rerolling mm -hmm. ones against the hero just basically means just go ahead and hit everything. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it is, it is, it is pretty good. Um, and so the the other things we haven't covered we mentioned earlier was the command trait um, and the artifact which obviously you're going to be giving to a hero um, command trait um, is bearer of the iron star so basically the first time the general is slain you roll a dice on a 2 plus they're not slain they heal d3 wounds and any wounds remaining to be allocated are negated which is the, probably the important part um that's really powerful. I love it. No, I, I can't think of a game where it hasn't come in handy. Um, you know, I remember once I charged a, or a Karkadrak charged me and, or, yeah, it rolled for double turn, but because he killed the engine master and then he came back to life and he was stuck with him, you know, it wasn't a lot, he wasn't able to attack something else. You know, this, I think to me, it's it's not about the model still fighting. It's about locking things up. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, I'm going to charge your big Death Star unit. Well, I know it's your turn to play. Uh, he's going to get killed. But there's a five out of six chances I'm, I'm going to lock your unit up. So to me, this is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I use it. Um... I usually don't charge him in to things that I don't think he's going to win. Uh, but same idea. If you, uh, I use it with the Ironclad. You have the Engine Master, you know, six inches out. Um, you place the Engine Master where you expect. Yeah, I usually go first. I place the Engine Master where I expect they're going to come to me. This guy is basically the speed bump. I know that, mm -hmm. oh, if I get doubled, at least I have this guy here. He will die. Mm -hmm. Never die in your own turn. He will die in their turn. And then he will... Like you said, five out of six chance to get back up. Yeah. Uh, all of their wounds are, you know, allocated already. They can't attack him anymore, so he just sits there. Um, and then, you know, you can spend the Aether Gold on him too to reroll the saves there, or you don't have to. Mm -hmm. You can do that in the next phase. But the the point is, if you can keep something there and enforce them either to retreat so they can actually shoot something that matters, or you know, anything. Um, that buff as like, I've been up against the super buffed up Archaeon. And just put the engine master right there and said, ah, you can double activate. That's cool with me. You can't touch anything else, though. You have to touch this. You have to kill this guy. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, you could lock up a 900-point unit that's been buffed by the other 500 points in the army. And just like, okay, yeah, just this guy right here. I'm going to shoot the rest of you off. But it's huge. This is one of the, I yeah. think this is one of the best um, command traits in yeah, the I army. I totally agree. Uh, out of all the skyports. Oh, it's yeah. It's just that good. I totally agree. Uh, I, I think the the be like it starts off good, and it just keeps getting better as you read it, which is actually the opposite of most KO abilities because there's normally something at the end that that is like yeah, there's word garrison here and there, yeah, that prevents you that yeah. But yeah, the the fact that it uh, just negates all wounds remaining to be allocated is huge because there's a lot of. Um, well, maybe not a lot, but there are other armies that have 
similar things to this, but they don't negate all the wounds remaining to be allocated. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's basically the first time the slain, you roll a dice, they heal some wounds, but then yeah, then you allocate all the other wounds and they die anyway. Yeah. So yeah, well, the rest being negated is is really good. Um, it does say wounds remain to be allocated, so I assume mortal wounds. If there's any mortal wounds remaining to be allocated, then they wouldn't be negated. That's agree? a good point. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> first time I was saying before Stop moving. Really rude, yeah. man. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that's come up before, and I've said, okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, so if you hmm. if you get blasted by Krog, and then you you know still have six more mortal wounds to put on him, mm-hmm. yeah, he's not getting back up. Um, but you know, at least at least he's still. He did his best. <laughs> it's going to take a savvy player to, uh, like, when you, when you show them your list at the beginning of the game and you explain things, that's going to take someone pretty savvy to think, ah, I can get around that. Totally. And unless they watch this show. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we've got any elf spies in here, then uh, that could be a problem. Um, but yeah, I love that ability. Um, and then the artifact of power is the Aphis Bed Hammer, which you pick one of the bearer's melee weapons, and then you add two to the attack, attacks characteristic of the weapon, which is, again, wrong. really good. Yeah. Straightforward. Pretty good. Extra attacks uh, for the uh, dirigible engine master is always good. So I think it's, uh, it's a pretty good bet. Or the Admiral, you know, can be as well the Admiral. Mm-hmm. Or I even the, the the Harness Master. I haven't done it yeah. before, but if you have five yeah. attacks and you reroll all the hits. Yeah, fishing for sixes. Can, yeah, you can get 15 damage, what, right? 15 damage. Mm-hmm. 15 mortal wounds is within the possibility. You're not yeah. running a... Yeah. Um, if someone really didn't want to take an Admiral, I would not... Uh, as much as it's really cool to put the Aether Speed Hammer on the Dirigible, the thing about mm-hmm. it is now that you have a really high priority target um, mm-hmm. that does a lot, and I like using my dirigible as a kind of like a uh, like a distraction card effects. Like, oh, here's my 200 point model. Go ahead and kill that. Mm-hmm. Now the the secret tech is having the guy who's not coming back to life, but he has this hammer that just does a crap ton of wounds. Put it on somebody else, and then suddenly you have two really high priority threats. Um, and yeah. usually the guy with the hammer, you can't kill him because he's in the boat. Yeah. So that's interesting. You, you mentioned about uh, fishing for those uh, mortal wounds with him, but of course, if he's targeting a hero or monster, he's rerolling ones as well, which just you know makes just ups your chance of getting those those mortal. Yeah, but if you them. if you use your your ethical to reroll hits, I mm. think the triumph says reroll hits, not failed hits, right? All oh, yeah, you can, yeah. you can you just can... you can just do it. Mm-hmm. So if you're yeah. hitting on twos, reroll everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's no point not to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if he's already used his gold, do you know? Say if you use it to keep him alive, and then someone charges the ship and he's in it, they remember that you've got stuff inside the ship because people often don't. Um, you say you use the gold to keep him alive. That the fact that he's always rerolling ones to hit against uh, heroes and monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a more chance of getting those mortal wounds as well. Yeah, um, I do argue that. I mean, as as fun as that is, I I always put it on the admiral just because of consistency. The admiral mm-hmm. 
basically has a two up, two up, reroll ones to hit and wound and a minus two rend for two damage. That's just mm-hmm. 10 damage. Like, yeah, it's not 15, but it's 10 damage. You're almost always, you have like an 88% chance of doing mm-hmm. those damage. Um, and you can kill anything that has a five up save just by attacking it, right? Like that's most of the things in the game. It doesn't feel like it, but that's most of the things in the game. So, uh, yeah, the on the admiral, it's just a beef. This absolutely, absolutely destroys everything it touches. It's a nice surprise as well because you know most opponents you're going to face, you know, haven't faced an admiral ever. So it's a nice surprise to have in your back pocket. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Um. It's always nice to have a a, a little bit of su- surprise that they won't be expecting. Yep. Um. So let's talk about what these abilities are really incentivizing. Obviously, Sky Wardens, um, because not much else benefits really from the uh, the charge ability. Would you agree to that? Although we mentioned briefly uh, Arcanauts, but yeah, you don't bank on that. Yeah, good caveat. So no. it's. it's and it's also really encouraging a melee hero um, because of the you know the reroll ones, which does work in shooting, um, because of the fact that they are survivable, and because you get you know that the, the plus two attacks on a melee weapon. Um, yeah, it's really encouraging, you know, to have a strong hero. And then, obviously, if you want to take Sky Wardens. And then it's encouraging, encouraging a strong hero. Then it it does kind of make the obvious pick: the Endra Master with a dirigible suit as a general. Because Zon is a skyport that don't unlock, that doesn't unlock extra battle line units. So you have to run three Arcanauts or have the uh, dirigible Endra Master as a general to unlock, you know, more battle line options. So, w- would you say he's an auto pick for your general? I would say so. I can't. I mean, the only time you wouldn't do it is if you really went into Iron Sky Attack and he just yeah. took three frigates, and, like you know, three or four frigates with a bunch of Arknot Company. Yeah. Um, you could do it. You can make that a two a, uh, a two drop list. Take three or four frigates, a bunch of Arknot Company, and then take a Harness Master, put them in a boat. Mm-hmm. And just like run them up the board. Um, that would be three drop. I think you take a chemist with some bound cogs and then you just move them forward. That's what I would do. Uh, that's the only time you're not going to take a dirigible as your, <laughs> as your general, I think. Fair enough. Um, so is, is there anything? Oh, well, we've mentioned cogs a few times. So, because obviously it's encouraging charging. So, do you think? Either Colgs or Bound Colgs is also an an auto pick. Yeah, think sure. you can play out? Um, yeah, I think so. Thing you remember is that uh, we can cycle charge really awkwardly, but if you have a gun hauler next to your six wardens, you can always pick up those six wardens, drop them somewhere else, and then make your um, nine inch charge plus three. You know, if you're taking the sky a sky uh, a sky hook and you know plus two cogs, mm-hmm. so. Um, you definitely want some way that's going to make those nine inch charges not so brutal. 
on top of yeah. the fact that you're taking Skywardens, you have nine inch pistols. Um, so the thing to remember here is that you'll never be able to shoot something turn one if you go first because uh, your 12 inch or 14, yeah, 14 inch move plus nine inches of shooting is 23. You're always going to be 24, except for that one battle plan where you're 18. I think well, it's one. more than one actually. You have a few Is battle it? plans okay. that. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I think there are three or four that you're eighteen apart. Okay, that's yeah. very oh. very rare. But yeah. um, you're most of the time you're not going to be in range in that first turn for shooting. Um, but also, if you're going second and you have the fourteen inches, you can actually move two inches back, three inches back, and still um, be safe enough to move forward that you're going to make that charge yep. and and shoot. Uh, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, you can't bank on, you know, getting the battle plans where you're 18 inches apart um, in a five game or three game tournament. You know, no. <laughs> at least, I would say at least 50% of them, you're, you're going to be 24 inches apart. Mm -hmm. um, and then depending what you're playing against, you know, they might not deploy on the line anyway. Yeah. Um, Carl, you raised a good point earlier about if they're expecting shooting, because you know your KO, they might put screens on the line anyway. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then put everything as far back as possible behind the screen. Um, but yeah, then you're hitting a screen. Do you guys think there's any play with Zon with basically trying to counter charge and make your opponent go first? I do it a lot. <laughs> I do both. Yeah. I think going second, you know, I, I really like going second most of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, especially if, you know, there is no real danger because we can obviously, well, I know I, I'm playing like small warden units. I know Kyle is playing like a big, big 12 man unit. Um, so that being said, I, I can corner deploy and, you know, just, you know, give my opponent first turn or, you know, don't care if I go first or second because you know it won't change anything. So that's that's something that you know I, I have in my back pocket. Um, so yeah, obviously, you know, setting up counter charges is is a great way of you know playing Zon. That's for sure. Yeah, I started the line with my list, so I have to. Uh, you know, knowing your opponent is huge. If you're going to play my list, you have to know what you can and cannot do. Yeah, uh, the 14 inches of move plus your plus three to charge. You know, you're 24. You have to make a 10 inch charge. You have plus three, so you're rolling seven. You're statistically average, likely to do it with a reroll. Um, so there are a lot of times where I will take the first turn if they have um, presented something. Like they'll put a hero right on the uh, on the the line because they're thinking that I'm gonna you know give them the first turn or something. Mm -hmm. um, so there are situations. Where you're going to want to go first. Uh, if you are doing the gun hauler split, definitely go second. You know, I don't see any reason why you want to go first in that case. Um, but yeah. Cool. Um, so do you think we're ready to look at a list? Yeah. Is there anything we've missed? or? No, I think we're, yeah, we're pretty on track. Yeah. Okay, let's have a look. I can't remember which one we put first. So. Uh, it's Kyle's mine. Yeah. First. Okay. Um, so do you want to talk us through it, Kyle? Sure. Well, I'll start off with the heroes. As I said earlier, I take the uh, engine master with the dirigible suit. He's the general with the bear of the iron star. Um, I use him 
uh, to unlock the Skywarden battle line, as well as the engine riggers, which is actually super important here because that's going to be my second battle line. Um, but so what he does is I use him exactly as how I said, is that he can deploy off of the, um, if I'm not going first, I can actually keep him six inches away from um, my ironclad and then screen for people who um, also have null deploys. You know, if you have something that's going to drop behind you and you can't get the 10 Arcanauts in a, in a great position, you can put the uh, one engine master far to the side and then screen that 15 inches off your boat if something, you know, shoots less than that. Um, so that's pretty huge. He, he's just indispensable. Oh, we lost, we lost our guy. He's gone. Yes. <laughs> good, good job we're talking about your list at the moment, not his. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be back in a second. Um, and so the Arcanaut Admiral, as I said before, this guy is indispensable in my list. Um, I get, we get a lot of... Um, complaints that the admiral on the that doesn't look like he does anything because it's he's got mm -hmm. like a four inch move uh his his shooting weapon is absolutely horrible um and he's a melee lord and a shooting army so most people are like what what's going on here right mm -hmm. the thing is for one cp he buffs 50 percent of your army because i have a lot of people inside my ironclad he gives plus one to hit and you could do this multiple times um you know, if you wanted to get your ironclad and the Arcanauts inside the twos, twos to hit, you can. And um, but mainly th the thing here is getting the Admiral himself to twos and twos, and then the Engine yeah. Master inside to twos and threes. Um, he can also allow the Ironclad to run and shoot, uh, which is actually huge if I'm not going to be charging into something. Um, I think those uh, two other abilities don't really matter. Polyfire, and then I forgot the last one. Oh, it's a charge. He's got a charge built in. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but he's he's just indispensable for me. Uh, the, the chemist is there for... Um, the Sky Wardens will hit on threes and wound on twos after charging. The reroll once to wound means that they're always rerolling those wounds. Um, mm -hmm. so that increases like the chances you're actually going to kill something by a lot. Um, also in the shooting phase, you can spend one CP for the volley fire. So they have threes and threes. We're only ones to hit and wound at minus one, one damage. Now these pistols with which you have, uh, I have was it eight of these guys times two, 16 shots, threes and threes minus one, one damage. You can kill a screen. Like you can mm -hmm. do enough damage to your screen that you can go through and get to what you actually want to do. Um, so the chemist, and also when you double tap it, when I drop him outside, then give the Sky Wardens again the reroll uh, ones to wound, or I give it to the dirigible. He's the second option if the if the uh, wardens are too far away. Mm -hmm. um, the chemist is doing a lot here, uh, and then the engine master with the harness. He's just there, like I said, for crit fishing um, or six fishing. Um, the other thing though is that with him and the engine master dirigible suit and the regular riggers. I have, uh, I've had a lot of times my ironclad has dropped down to four wounds left, and then I've healed it for three plus the one from the passive, and then one d three, which is usually two, so that goes up. We're at seven now, uh, and then six four ups, which is average around three. It's going to be, you know, nine wounds I got back, so I can go from four to fifteen, uh, four to thirteen, get my fly high again, and then move. So um, the amount of healing here 
is is actually quite a bit. It can keep you on the table. And then finally, the Knight and Cantor. The reason why I'm going to the Knight and Cantor instead of the um, a Lord um, Exorcist is that the one that's ninety points? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would be you'd save forty thirty points. But the thing is, the Knight and Cantor has the navigators, um, basically the orb that allows you to dispel. Uh, and um, most of what's dominating the meta right now is is Seraphon and Zinch, right? And so, like, you have to think to yourself, what is what is currently happening? Kairos will summon uh, Spell Portal and then use his uh, um, 18 inch plus the 12, so like a 36 inch range on his uh, um, change uh, gift to change or whatever. It can blow something up. He always will cast it because uh, there's no chance mm-hmm. he's going to fail when we, he takes the lowest dice and makes it a, the highest. So he'll blow up one of your heroes and deal six mortal wounds to it and turn it into a um, chaos bond. You don't want that to happen. Uh, you don't want to get hit by um, demon fire rift with all your guys in the boat. You don't want to get hit by gemnids when all of your guys are in the boat. Um, so uh, although endless spells are less, you can't take as many as you could before the 2020 GHB, the amount of spells that you have to worry about when you're playing KO, because everybody is going to be in a close range and those endless spells are just going to destroy you, I feel like you really, really, really need some sort of dispel. Um, so that's why I take the orb. I've also been hit by a comet. Yeah, so it's like uh, if you're playing against someone else who has warp lightning vortex, uh, mm-hmm. you know you need you need something, you need something. Um, so I, you can play Zon where you split out. You have nobody who's like in an area, uh, but I need to have the uh, dispel, and that's why I have the knight and cantor. And I can't stress enough how important that is. Um, I think uh, you know when people start playing a lot more tournaments um, physically they're going to see more of what I'm talking about. It's like these top tier lists are really going to be pushing these uh, endless spells that you just can't like um, the bound spells for uh, Seraphon Endless spells are balanced in the sense that if you don't get double turned, you can move. I would say like, hey, I, I'm getting double turned. I can move your Geminids over your own army. Seraphon bound Geminids is like, oh, not only are they double turning you, they also double tap you with the Geminids. And then they drop minus one to hit and minus one to wound off their Seraphon Starcaster or whatever. And so, you know, whatever you had just has minus two to hit and wound. And then, yeah, so you need you need something. Uh, so, yeah. yes, those are all my heroes. Battle line, Arknut Company. I always, always deploy these guys outside um, when I start the game. Same with the chemist. Always keep your chemist and your uh, Arcanaut company outside of the boat um, at the start, unless somebody has um, really long-range sniping and they're going to pick off your chemist. Um, in which case, maybe put them behind your boat. Just you know, make sure you're not being stupid about how far away. Uh, but the Arcanaut company around the boat, six inches off, gives you a screen. Um, that will stop deployment, uh, you know, people deep striking you. You need to screen for your uh, Skywardens somehow. Um, you can't have somebody dropping nine inches away and then hitting you when, you, when you're not expecting it. So that's why uh, this Arcanaut company, especially um, with the Iron Sky Command having the um, Nor Battleshock, mm-hmm. if you get hit by something, just take them off, um, spread out from each other. 
do not take them down in a line um, because you don't have to worry about cohesion until you get to the battle shock phase. If you get charged by something, you're going to want to have some one dude standing there rather than um, you know having left that space open. So there's some really really cool things you can do with these ten arcnauts, uh, and then you know have them stand on a point if you need them to later. Um, the twelve wardens are really like the um, most like oh what the hell is this guy doing in this list? Um, Sky wardens when you have twelve of them gets you that aether gold. What does this do? Like I said earlier, shooting in the shooting phase, um, I get these 16 pistol shots that are threes and threes, rolling ones to hit and wound um, because of the buff that I just put on them. Uh, but when you get into the combat phase, um, you have you still have that reroll ones to wound. You can pop the eighth of gold to reroll the hits. Now suddenly all 17 of these um, three up, two ups, minus one D3 damage are going to hit. Um, and they're going to wound. Like, you have to roll really, really badly not to get these, right? And the amount of damage here usually picks up whatever it is you just ran into. So, you know, in the shooting phase, you shot off their screen. You shot off their um, something else that was important. In the charge phase, you're going to do some more damage. You, um, I didn't, Sorry, because I'm against the ironclad. Um, and then in the combat phase, I'm doing... I'm, basically playing chess. Everything I touch just dies, right? <laughs> so um, this is a super, you know, I only have 93 wounds here, but I'm going to kill whatever I touched, unless I'm playing against Seraphon with their um, uh, minus one, you know, the coalesced. coalesced. Yeah. So that that is, uh, these Skywards mm. just do so much work. Now, when has this not worked is when I'm playing against Sisters of the Watch and they just kind of drop outside and they get their 30 or 60 shots and they shoot the Skywarns off. Um, you do need to be careful about some of these things, except the fact that I only have two units, just the Ironclad and the uh, Skywarns. That's like 800 mm -hmm. points of this army. Um, but one of them can die and it can still be fine because I activate and I do things in every phase. Um, the Riggers are there. I'm thinking I might swap to two groups of three instead of one group of six, but they're there for scoring objectives. They're there for um, healing and they're there for screening. Um, I put them all with special weapons here because they're always going to be 24 inches away. Um, there's no real reason to have them go in. They don't get any bonuses from the charge. Um, there are a lot of things where I just want to pick up from far away. And then the uh, flat three damage and the sky hook and grapnels can actually really like take people by surprise. Um, I don't do drills because they only ever, you're hitting heroes on fives, you know, you're auto wounding on sixes, sure, but uh, the average times that you're going to actually get the mortal wounds is on, on group of two, is going to be once every three uh, shooting phases. So once per game, you're going to get three mortal wounds. It's not worth it. Yeah. Um, so just take the, just take the flat three damage instead and hope they fail a minus two save. Because most uh, heroes that you're going to shoot that are mages have five up saves anyway, right? So uh, that's that's the argument there. And then so the great uh, the ironclad, the great skyhook, um, gives you that plus two charge on top of the um, plus two charge from the cogs gives you plus four. You have ignite and cantor. If you're on Gur, I think it is, you can cast wild shape, get another plus two. So that's plus six on your ironclad. 
it's also moving plus four. Um, you know, and so suddenly this thing, you know, uh, Battle Ram is uh, the modified, I think it's the only charge in the game. No, the uh, there's one thing in Fire Slayers that's modified, but it's on sixes. So this is an ogre charge, and ogres don't get modifies on uh, theirs. Right. So we have like the best charge ram, I think, in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the uh, the giant lizard in Seraphon, uh, the great Sar- Sarian or whatever. I think that one has a slightly better charge, but this is this is the best. You know, besides that, the best dread Sarian has a better charge. This is the other uh, best um, one in the game. And just the sheer amount of mortal wounds, and you can cycle charge it. You cannot disengage and charge, but you can fly high out after you healed yourself for all these wounds that I always do, and then charge. Um, why is this so important? I don't have warp lightning vortex, so this is my only source of mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and against people like OBR, who um, have high saves, or uh, Seraphon with the. Uh, uh, but what's it called? The Bestodon. Thank you. You know exactly what I was talking about. Um, sure. You have no other choice. I mean, the other choice here is the volley guns. I have of which I have four of. If anyone was wondering, the reason why I took that is so I can plink down. I have the, you know, what was it 24, 48 shots at fours and fours. Hopefully, doing the two wounds that I need in order to reduce that damage, uh, so I can actually rend them. Um, actually, I think I did do that once. Twelve times two is twenty-four, not forty-eight. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, twenty-four. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, but you need the mortal wounds. You need some mortal wounds in KO if you're going to be competitive. Um, and that's it. The Ironclad just does so many. Um, because most of the time I'm going to get around a 12-inch charge. Rerolling it, it's going to be plus four. Half of those are going to be mortal wounds. Six wounds, mortal wounds. That's just a lot of damage. Um, you're, you're picking up. You charged into something. You killed it. And then you get the three-inch pile in after that. Then you're hitting the thing behind it. Um, so, so what I know we'll do is, uh, this is like a, like a nutcracker sort of army. Most people, like if you're playing against cities of Sigmar, who have a gun line that surround their heroes with a, with a screen, you run the ironclad into them, you break through, you know, after you shot them, um, and then you pile in, uh, with the boat itself, and then you can attack with your heroes with your one inch weapons. So Mm -hmm. you have to, you have to be kind of smart with how you prioritize how you're using these things um but most of the time i'm gonna get in range with my admiral with my engine master into something i really needed to kill and i'm gonna have t- five attacks that do 10 damage on top of the uh, uh the uh the engine master who i'm re-rolling those um re-rolling those hits on probably you know if i'm if i don't need the saves i'm gonna re-roll the hits on the on the engine master so and last thing here, um, Iron Sky Command. I take this because I have to to reduce drops. But the other thing here is that, like we said earlier, Sky Wardens have really crappy bravery. Especially if you spend the Aether Gold, they drop down to bravery 6. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's that's really bad. Um, 18 inches of Battle Shock Immune means you can be so far away from your Ironclad. You can actually sit on two different sides of the board, hit two different targets, and still have the Battle Shock mm-hmm. Immune. Um, that that has become, uh, you know, I used to really talk bad about Iron Sky Command, especially because I had an admiral. It's like, well, I have twelve mm-hmm. inches, you know, of Balshock Immune anyway. This is this is huge. Um, Balshock Immune on on a unit like this, you need it. 
uh, and then cogs because um, you know I need to move, right? Mm. And so some closing thoughts on this. What I had something I wanted to say. Um, you know, it's very you, you have to you have to know what you're doing. This is definitely like one of the two hardest lists that I've come up with to play because you need to know what your opponent can do. Um, you need to know what you need to kill, but you're going to do something in every single phase. Um, and then so actually that yeah, last thing here is, is Aether Gold. What are we spending Aether Gold on? Um, Arcanaut Company, always save your Aether Gold for when you need to reroll saves. I've never had a situation where you didn't do anything else. Uh, the Ironclad, almost always save it for when you need to reroll saves. Um, the Engine Master with Dirigible Suit, I usually use it after he dies the first time um, because the first time he dies, usually he's getting overkilled. Something's doing a crap ton of damage to him. Um, so he just dies. The second time he comes back, uh, somebody's like kind of not wanting to overkill it because he only has one to three wounds left. You reroll the saves. You still have that three up save. You could keep him there for another turn. Um, that can be huge. Um, Admiral, what is he spending his gold on? Saves, kind of. Unfortunately, I used to use it where the Admiral would spend his to get a CP. The CP is huge because I only have two CP. Um, I can't figure out any reason how to use it anymore. Chemist, you can use it for shooting. Uh, reroll the hits. Don't reroll wounds because um, hits is always mathematically more important. Uh, Engine Master, reroll hits. Night Encanto doesn't get gold. Um, but yeah, so don't forget your gold. Always spend the gold on the Sky Wardens to uh, spike on the attacks in the hits in the in the combat phase. Um, you know, if you really need to kill something. But yeah, that's uh, that's my army. Hopefully, I didn't spend too long talking about that. At <laughs> least anybody there? Yeah, I went, I, went, I went a lot about that. That's really good. Um, yeah, um, yes, yeah, so I think you pretty much. Well, oh, yeah, so many comments. Say, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, overthink. Yeah, somebody in the comments said, "Why well, uh, I had to, I have to, you cannot spin cogs without the knight and cantor." Mm -hmm. um, he's got a three, she's got a three up save. You can have her sit in mm -hmm. something. Like I, I've taken over Seraphon. Um, what do you call it? It's the uh, um, their the pyramid. their pyramid, yeah. right? Sat in their pyramid. <laughs> put the canvas, the knight and cantor in there. She's got two up save. Mm -hmm. um, spinning the cogs from in there, or or rewinding it to rewind uh, to reroll saves. She can mm -hmm. sit there a long time, oh, and yeah. if people are bashing on her, it's like, ah, oh, you know, I'll make my two up saves. And then when she's down mm -hmm. to one wound, you explode the vials. This is such a good unit. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, sorry, yes, uh, that was my list. Um, yeah, and and looking at the the chat, uh, Jordan asks if cogs stay on the board long after you cast them. Do you find that you have to use the encounter much to recast them? Like someone I've else? never, ever had to recast it. I've never, because like, who's going to dispel it? Okay, let's it's think about it. It's too far away. Like, that, yeah, there's that. But then the other thing, Cogs boosts them, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to chase after KO. Why wouldn't you want those plus two movement, right? Um, mm -hmm. So the only time that they would dispel it is if I was only using it to reroll saves. Um, mm -hmm. That is in a very niche situation. And most of the time, they get so much. It's it's not it's not really going to happen. Yes, I can recast it, but it's not really going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, we take the we take the spell in the bottle because I rely on this casting. 
a hundred percent. Like I need, I need it yeah. to get this army to work. Yeah. The only thing I would, I would question, well, you know, it's, I, first of all, I, I love the list. Really love it. I mean, it's thematic. Uh, everything has its use, which is something I like. Uh, it's not my style because, you know, you have two big units, the Ironclad mm -hmm. and the Wardens. So, you know, you're, you're vulnerable to any mistake you're going to make, right? Uh, which is, you know, as someone in the chat asked earlier, you know, this is not a beginner's-friendly list, you know, and that's perfectly fine. Um, I'm having, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to think here against Lubaneth. What's your game plan against those so, Sentinels? Yeah, I actually had, so, I mean, I found out yeah, Sentinels only have one shot each. Um, I thought it was much worse than that. They can reroll. They can do a crap ton of mortal wounds, mm -hmm. but they can only kill one target. At the end of the day, they can only kill one target. Um, that's all they will do. If if all the Sky Wardens die, um, I still have the Ironclad. It's going to kill a lot of things um, mm -hmm. because um, you know, although. In a situation, uh, I've actually played against um, uh, Lumineth with this list, um, and didn't like. I lost my chemist, unfortunately. He got sniped off the board by all the mortal wounds. That's what I was talking about. Be smart about where you put this guy. Mm -hmm. um, now, um, what was I going to say? If they go heavy into Sentinels, they don't have a lot of other things. If your Ironclad taps them in the melee, they'll kill twenty dudes easily um if you if you get there right uh with then, minus one to hit um so the really really horrible thing about lumineth is that they lose the minus one to hit if you kill one model uh if you well it depends yeah yeah, yeah if you kill an odd number of models right yeah. when you charge into them they don't have the minus one to hit you have a 50 50 percent chance to do an odd number after dropping mm -hmm. and then you have to drop bombs as well at any point in this situation, you know, at any point where you finish doing damage to them, they drop out of here, they're going to lose their minus one to hit. Mm -hmm. um, so that goes away. I've never actually had that a problem, except the first time you shoot something. And um, what if, what if your the the Sentinels shoot your Ironclad? If they I shoot think... the Ironclad instead, um, if they killed the Ironclad. Which which can happen if somebody I haven't had this happen where I had mm -hmm. enough. Uh, no one's actually played forty or sixty of these sentinels yet. For me to mm -hmm. kind of like question myself. Uh, the sky wardens can still kind of carry it. Um, you just you really do need to do enough damage with them, get through. Um, yeah. If they are doing this though, that means they probably went first, which means yeah. I have a chance mm -hmm. to double turn them. And Sky Wardens, you 12 Sky Wardens attack twice. You know, if you, if you double turn somebody, you activate in four phases. Five phases? Four, yeah, four phases. That can that, that can do it. Um, so, yes, it is. The, the hardest thing, actually, I run into here is actually fighting Hearthguard Berserkers. Right? Because <laughs> um, I don't have enough shooting to snipe off the heroes. Um, the mortal wounds don't matter. And I will lose in combat. So, um, yeah, there there's some... There are some enemies where this this is going to struggle a lot. If someone just outright does better than you in all uh, all facets, you have to be smart about where you go, what you do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's been my experience with it. Any other questions? <laughs> well, yeah, and to be honest, you mentioned it, but I would split those riggers, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Two, two squads of three. I would split. But otherwise, I really love the list. I think it's it's probably a blast to play. Uh, it's it's really different from your standard, you know, Zilfin Vortex list that you're expected to see when you play KO. Mm-hmm. So kudos, man. That's that's a great job. That's a great list. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. That's just... Oh, and twenty points under means you get a triumph. <laughs> yeah, you get a chance. There Actually yeah. huge. Actually huge. <laughs> Not be just mis- 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 uh, understated. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three gold. Um, yeah. Uh, what you mentioned about Lumina, I think one of the things about if you're playing against Sentinels is really look at their deployment zone, because I mean, if it, if you're 24 inches apart, um, obviously you can backboard stuff, but they're they're 36 inch range, but they can only put so many models on their line, mm-hmm. and so if they're running like 40 of them, they can't put 40 necessarily 40 of them on the line in range. Of your ironclad potentially and yeah. then there it's could be terrain base. there's there could so look at where the terrain is in in their side of the, the board and see if you can use that to your advantage so you can put your ship or your sky warden somewhere where they can't necessarily deploy to actually get as many models to target like you won't stop them targeting stuff like they'll be able to hit stuff but you can stop them getting 40 models hitting and only getting i don't know 15 maybe and then you're cutting down on the damage and then you mentioned that you've got the you've got some healing in there you've got um i can't remember what the math was but potentially quite a bit there the average to... is around nine seven seven mm-hmm. to nine if you if you're standing there and yeah. that you know if someone wasted their whole turn shooting your ironclad you heal back mm-hmm. nine can be devastating just like okay well you didn't have a turn now i can double turn you you know yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I would worry more about just losing all your Sky Wardens. Um, That's me, me too. <laughs> but you know, if they <laughs> shoot all the Sky Wardens, you still have the Ironclad. The Ironclad doesn't yeah. lose damage as it takes damage, right? Um, that, yeah. That's why it's such a good, good model. Yeah. Uh, I, one thing I like about the list is you've got five heroes there. Um, other than the chemist really they're relatively survivable um because the Endra master with on foot is going to be inside the boat so he's got plus yep, one and yeah. plus one save minus one to hit you mentioned about the survivability of the encounter and when we talked about the allegiance abilities you know the Endra master with dirigible suit has got that two plus coming back to life thing um, and then, yeah, they have more being the boat as well with a two plus save. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you give the Admiral the reroll once to save uh, command ability, then he survives a lot. <laughs> it can be very frustrating for your opponent. So, um, also, he passes off wounds under those artifacts yeah. on a five yep. up. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't get sniped. By uh, Croak yeah. in this list because I usually live with enough wounds. Mm-hmm. Just pass, you pass off one, you, you'll you'll make it right. Um, yeah, it's huge. It's actually a lot more survivable than it looks, which is kind of funny. It's a very few yeah. amount of wounds, but they have high saves. 
Yeah. But yeah, as uh, Alex said, it's the the issue with the list is it's basically two units, isn't it? Um, it's two units. Yeah, two units. Yeah. So it's yeah, your your opponent's got some easy decisions on what they target because it's one or the other. Um, but then you're that's why it's important when you explained how you're using things like the the Ender Master of a dirigible suit, um, a speed bump and stuff like that. Um, yeah, um, I think that's pretty much all I had to say about it. You covered everything, um, when you were talking through it, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, Alex, do, do you have anything else to add? You already. No, I mean, uh, you know, I think, as I said, I, I like the list. I applaud the effort. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the it's it's just like every list that has, you know, like one or two big units, you're you're still vulnerable to pretty much the same things, like Bellacor, mm -hmm. for example, or uh, I think, yeah, like Lumineth, I think, can be a problem. Um, you know, because, you know, armies that can remove one of that unit per turn or pretty much, you know, make it useless or, or close to it. You know, that's, you know, that's why it's not my preferred gameplay game style, for example. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I think it has its strength. Uh, I think uh, I like the, the leader or the hero heavy uh, list with everyone as a purpose. I think the uh, the engine harness engine master is is underrated. Um, I think it has its uses. I think the Admiral, you know, with the Ender uh, Spit Hammer is an awesome idea. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I like it, you know. Just like every list that is a bit different, you know, you can surprise people. You can pull off nice tricks. But, you know, you, you might, you know, get a matchup that you just can't win. But, uh, you know, I think it's a very solid list. I, I really like it. Um, right, so let's move on and have a look at your list then, Alex. Um, yep, so exactly. Sure. Uh, so it's uh, it's a different play style, obviously, than uh, than Kyle. Uh, he went with um, Iron Sky Command. I went with uh, Escort Wing. It's my go-to formation. I know there's you know there are a lot of debates about which one is better. I think these are the two best uh, KO battalions. Um, I just like the escort wing more because it's basically a lot of free CPs every turn, right? So uh, that to me is worth something. So to start off, I got two heroes. I got the uh, engine master with Bird Iron Star and Edersped Hammer. I got uh, chemist with Bound Cogs. Um, I tried the um, just just like Kyle did with the uh, Night Encanter as allies. Or was it the Lord Exorcist? I think I played. I'm not sure. I, I can remember. But um, so I had regular cogs. But now with the bound cogs, um, you know, it, I don't have to carry that wizard. But I agree with Kyle that you know I think that dispel in your back pocket can be interesting, or the ability to recast the cogs if, for example, you lose it. But uh, so far, I've been going with uh, the chemist. I got a 20 man Arcanaut company just to be able to screen the whole army. That's the main purpose. That backline unit that can capture multiple objectives, uh, you know, 
having more bodies just to withstand Bioshock uh, if I'm too far away because I'm not playing uh, Iron Sky Command. So that is a you know pretty standard uh, unit. Two units of Wardens with one Skyhook for that plus one charge range. Uh, same thing with the Riggers. You know, I, I could have gone with um, three units of six Wardens. It would be one less drop. That's still doable, but to be honest, I don't have like 15 Pike Wardens to carry around, so I'm, I'm using uh, Riggers, <laughs> which I think are still pretty good um, because I'm, I'm going to run them with the Frigate so they can repair it if needed. Um, so, you know, that's these are my three main attack units. Um, I have a squad of Thunderers. I, I love Thunderers. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's 20 wounds uh, in a garrison. They're harder to hit. They have a three plus save. Uh, they can disembark. They can, you know, claim an objective. So it's, it's like it's an extra thing to have. Plus, with the escort wing, they're more reliable. Um, I put two deck sweepers in there, and I know Lee, you you asked me that question uh, this week. So why do I put deck sweepers? Well, you know, it's it's something I'm trying to be honest, because on average, if they get to fire, uh, they're more, you know, they're they do more damage than two extra carbines, two extra rifles. Uh, but the thing is, I have to be within 12 inches. But in that list, I still want to be close to my opponent. So those two deck sweepers, you know give me more shots and on average they're going to be you know they're going to do more damage so i'm trying them out plus you know who doesn't like a mini organ gun or under thunders right so it's it's a great model i like it um i got two uh, gun haulers with sky cannon one with the uh, spar torpedo one with the uh, with the uh, collapsible compartments uh to carry the uh, ether chemist if needed uh and I do have the frigate with the sky cannon, and uh, that's not it. It doesn't have any. Uh, Ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> if only yeah, the frigate could that, have that power like, round. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's playing the legal list. What's happening here? No, no, no. Lee, Lee is trying to make me look weak, but it doesn't work. <laughs> right? So, uh, no. If, if I could have that deal breaker battle mm -hmm. ram. On the frigate, I would take it in a heartbeat, <laughs> uh, you know, instead of all those crappy ones you have. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I do run the escort wing and the bound cog. So my thinking is, you know, since um, you know I'm more into you know multiple small units, I'm more into battlefield control. Um, if I lose a unit, you know, I I do have backups. I, I like to see this list uh, ran into two battle groups. Uh, so first battle group usually is uh, the injured master, the uh, the frigate, so the thunderers were embarking in it, in it and uh, the riggers. So these guys can all shoot once they get down from uh, flying high. Plus I have that hero to uh, reroll the charges if needed. So with the cogs and the skyhooks, so all my three units are looking at a plus three inch to the charge. So that's a charge of six usually. Um, and the other battle group is the two gun haulers, uh, you know, pulling the, the, the Sky Wardens with usually the chemist after dropping the, uh, the bound cogs and buffing a unit, usually the riggers, for the rolling ones to wound. And um, that's pretty much it. So I, you know, I get a bunch of seven or six inch charges, so which is pretty cool. But, you know, I'm not, everything can move 
pretty much at will where I want them, but I'm not forced necessarily to always use the fly high because with the cogs, 14 inch move plus plus two on the charge. So if I let my opponent go first, then I can ambush him. You know, I can, you know, I'm, he's going to spread around to block the landing zones while I have enough movement to counter that and to charge where I want to. So it's a, it's a versatile list. Um, I like it. To be honest, I tried it two or three times. Uh, I haven't played much in the last few months uh, for obvious reasons, plus work, plus family, plus life. So, um, but, you know, the games I play with this list, um, you know, I think it's, it's solid. Um, the Arcanauts can be surprisingly interesting. I don't have to put, like, three man units of Riggers or Warden uh, in the back to, you know, stand objectives. And, you know, twenty Arcanauts you know, can be, with the Ethergold, can be hard to shift. Uh, a four-up reroll, you know, is, is not that bad of a save. Um, you know, if, even if I lose a few, I have enough bodies to survive Battleshock. Um, or if I have a ship nearby, I can buff him up even more. If they're near an objective, you know, they can reroll Battleshock. So, you know, every unit, again, has a purpose. Um, I like to have those little small attack squads of six balloon boys plus a gun hauler or frigate. Um, obviously, you know, the ironclad, just like Kyle uh, kitted out, I mean, it's it, it can be a lot of fun just to you know, ramming people with the ironclad, shooting stuff. I think it's, it's lots of fun. But, uh, you know, if you followed the channel before, uh, you know, since a new book, I'm more of a frigate guy. Instead of an ironclad guy, I, I used to run ships when they were, were not cool to run with the previous book. But, um, you know, I'm more of a frigate guy uh, with a new book because I, I don't like to invest big chunk of points into units um, just because of Bellacore, because of units. You know, Kyle mentioned the Earth Guard Berserkers. That's another tough nut to crack. So, I, you know, I prefer to feed those units. Like if you if you do have Bellacore, what do you stop in this list? You know, there there's no there's not one obvious threat to neutralize for a round. Um, you know, if you if you have those uh, Luminate spam, okay, well, do you focus on one unit? Do you where where do you go? So to me, you know, this list has MSU mentality behind it, uh, while still packing a punch. So there you go. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Any questions? I had a question about um, sure. The so you have compartments on the gun hauler. Does the chemist go in? Uh, yeah, I, I know I can bring him. You know, obviously, first turn, he's gonna drop the cogs, activate them, then I can leave him behind, or I can even drop him in the gun hauler. I mean, because once, because you're not using with your Sky Wardens, you're not using the Sky High. Yeah. Once they flew high and they're in position, you know, they're midfield or they're in enemy territory. Um, I, I think that the extra two inches is not that mandatory. I think that the, the cogs after my first turn, my first turn charge, I don't think they're as mandatory. So if I feel the need to, yeah, okay, I'm going to leave the chemist behind and the compartments, the, the compartments are lost. 
but usually I'm going to bring them and with the Sky Wardens to have that hero bubble to reroll charges. So yeah, it's that makes it's, a lot of sense. Yeah, no. Yeah. Sense. So it's 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 really uh you know I've I've thought about it because the other list I've tried with Zon had the encounter in it to stay behind and you know manipulate the cogs. But I've I found that if um I I fly high, I I get a charge in, you know, I I just I just didn't feel the need. To have those extra that extra movement, of course, what it does it's you get a, a, a guaranteed charge if you're three inches away. You know, even if you roll that that double ones, um, you know, it's it's something that gets by that. But I don't know. It's uh, as I said, I've been playing three games so far. It hasn't come up, but I'm pretty sure sometimes you know in a game in a, in a few months. I'm gonna roll that double one, and um, <laughs> no, I agree with you. It. I think I think you really only need it in this list for the first turn. That yeah, makes sense. I uh, think in your list where you don't use that high sky move, you know, and you do, and you use the uh, the battle ram, you know, you need those cogs every single turn. Mm -hmm. But I think with the you know this list, the DMSU style list, uh, flying high, I don't think it's you know that mandatory after first turn. Yeah, I agree. Um, my other comment was going to be, I, the personal opinion, but instead of yeah. two deck sweepers on a Thunder Frigate, I like running two cannons. Because, I've thought about it. Yeah. Um, spiking at 12 inches, you know, because you get the carbines online. You get, uh, so that's four extra, you know, two damage shots. Um, the thing that the unit doesn't have without cannons is minus two rend. So... Uh, I always take that because it's like, okay, there's situations where I, there's something I, I really need to crack. I need to go in the 12. This is what I'm going to do. So I would I would swap that personally. Um, and then uh, building off the thing we were talking about earlier for what you could use the hammer for, I think this what you have here as a list is probably better, but I think it would be cool if you swapped the 20, uh, so 10 of those arcs for one uh, engine master with, oh, with the yeah. hammer and he put him in the, he put him in the gun hauler. Um, mm -hmm. And so now oh, that gives yeah. you a hero hunter. Uh, whereas the rest of this list, you don't have a hero hunter. Now, if yeah. you, if you have that now, now you have something that can hop in the gun hauler, go forward 18 inches with the full speed ahead uh, or 20 now because you have cogs uh, and then charge into a hero spike on your first attack with your uh, five attacks, re-rolling hits, you know, fishing for sixes. Um, oh yeah. Uh, that, that I think that would be really fun. That would give you I something like that you don't have. Um, I mm -hmm. the thing is, you do need the twenty arcs gives you, like you said, capping two objectives with one unit, absolutely massive. But you also have six riggers. You could give them special weapons. They don't need the the uh, saws because you, uh, uh, you know, you're not getting any bonuses from charging. So I don't think you really need to charge them. That's up to you. Um, yeah. But you can you can cap the points from back there, but no, I, I think this list is it's definitely what I was talking about earlier in regards to having a Zon list that's just spread out. MSUs, this is it. Um, this is what I would suggest. I love the idea. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna give it a try. To be honest, you it know, would be so much fun. Oh yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. I, I do have a list uh, with my my standard Zilton list, 
as an engine master with a harness. So I love him. You know, I know exactly what you mean. And with the hammer thing, oof, that's that's pretty scary. I love it. They're not gonna see that coming. It's gonna be, it's oh, gonna no. be so mm-hmm. much damage. Like, oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll give it a spin. That gives you another hero. So much you get out of that. And um, now the chemist can babysit the cogs if exactly. needed. Exactly. If needed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I just you get a lot out of that. Yeah. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, I want to just to completely clarify, in case people weren't sure when we were talking about it before, the frigate doesn't have the battle round. That's a that's a copy paste error. Um, that's just laziness, Lee. Yeah, that's just laziness. I think I had an excuse last week when there was like nine KO lists, but when there's yeah. only two lists, then yeah. <laughs> to get right. Um, and then the one other thing I want to just unpack because we didn't explain it, and I think it's important for anyone that hasn't read it and doesn't already know is how bound chronomatic cogs is different to normal cogs sure so basically on the wording of bound chronomatic cogs it says the caster can manipulate the cogs rather than whereas in normal cogs it says a wizard any wizard yeah so yeah it's just it's the keyword wizard it doesn't matter whose army it's from um so yeah it has to be it has to be the caster to manipulate manipulate it but it doesn't say wizard so it means that the chemist can do it um it does lead to some interesting things actually because it means if you turn back time then the yeah, chemist spell. could actually cast a spell uh, <laughs> which if you're playing in i can't remember if it's guy around or gerg so i always get them mixed up but then you could play you could cast wild form for another plus two to charge and move is it plus one? I got remember. It's plus two, and the good thing is that yeah. it only hits one unit instead of um, yeah. the whole of the instead whole of your yeah. enemy, right? Because I, I, yeah. I have run into that problem where I like give mm-hmm. you give some like Sarafon knights, you know, plus two move, and now they're going ten plus their two, you know, yeah, plus two to charge, and they're rolling three d six. You can you don't always want to you don't mm-hmm. always want to enable your opponent, right? Like you gotta you gotta mm-hmm. know what you're doing. <laughs> don't want to give fire slayers. I was, I had, yeah. When I was talking about, I lost yeah. the game to fire slayers. It's like, oh yeah, let me just pop my plus two to move. And so these fire slayers are moving eight, you know. Mm. Um, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> I was, let's not enable that. That's not a good idea. Yeah. So no. you have to, you have to be smart when you're using cogs. That's um, I wasn't joking when I said your opponent won't dispel it because it usually mm. helps them more. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um. Yeah, the other nice thing about the bound cogs uh, is, I mean, you don't have to have the chemist babysitting it because your opponent can't teleport in a hero or a wizard or something and then control it themselves because only the caster can manipulate it. Um, but I, I really like that idea of adding in an Endrum Master. I think oh, yeah. having a third hero in this list would be really helpful. Uh, there's a lot of battle plans where having a, a hero an extra hero would be really helpful because you score extra from having a hero on the on the objective or something like that um having a hero near those 20 arcanauts so that you could make them battleship immune if you needed to after re-rolling all saves someone comes into your your back objective 
could be really helpful. Um, yeah, just having an extra hero. Would I think the other great thing is that you can use dirigible then as a speed bump. Like I was saying, oh, yeah. right now you don't want him to die. Like he does so much, he's overloaded with the amount of good things he's doing. Um, if you use him, like I said, then it's, the the thing I like about his command trait is just an artifact. Like it's an artifact as a command trait. Like oh here, let me just give you a really good artifact. So mm-hmm. now you're running with three artifacts instead of two, right? And so um, you put it yeah. on somebody else. You now you have two heroes that are absolutely terrifying. Um, yeah. And it doesn't matter if you lose one of them because it's like, well, I still have the mm-hmm. other one. The other one's doing so much for my army still. Mm. It plays into the strengths of the list as well because you said about um, what do people target in this list, and it's like, well, maybe him because he's mm. got a really he's got two big buffs. Um, whereas if you spread that out more, you, you're you're going more down that MSU route. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could even you know. Uh, instead of, you know, downgrading the Arcanauts, I could even remove, like, three Android Riggers. Oh, that's a better idea. <laughs> yeah. and, 100%. Yeah. That's a better idea. Yeah, yeah and yeah, make them range. Better. Because yeah. you're not yeah. losing any healing, because you're getting his no. healing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and then you still got your really big screen. Yeah. So, yeah. Much better idea. No, I agree with that. That 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 would be a fantastic, like... Um, I can see that. I, I would play this in competitive, definitely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably do that sometime. Oh, you're more than welcome to use it. Yep, thank you. I'm a skill list. That's fun. That that looks really yeah. fun. Uh, yeah. The the only thing that disappoints me about the list is not having an ironclad in. I know, <laughs> and believe me. You know, as I said before, the, my, my Ironclad is my favorite model, mm-hmm. and I haven't played it since forever. Actually, my my seven-year-old gets to play it, you know, when we do mm-hmm. play each other for, you know, small skirmish games of, you know, all my ships against ten dwarves, just so he can beat me. But, uh, um, yeah, that's the only play he's going to see, you know. But I, I, I'm going to – if 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 Kyle wants to play my list, I'll play mm-hmm. his. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree that um, I've been done in by Kairos Bellacor so many times. Where mm-hmm. like, Kairos will, you know, Bellacor will stop you from moving, and then when, when you finally get a charge, Kairos will turn one of those dice to a one. Yeah, you know, uh, I I think this is probably a better list. Uh, this would more likely be a five five and zero game, whereas mine. Is, is more of like a four, four and one, maybe three and two average, just because mm-hmm. of um, some of the bad matchups you can get. This one can get around it. I do think you need the cannons. Uh, the spike on 10 Thunderers, because that's what I run in Urbaz, is, is, is something like that. Uh, it's it's pretty good for the Thunder Frigate. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to run cannons too. It's a, it's a good argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, one thing I like about Thunder is, and you, and you couldn't do it in this list because you have a frigate. Um, would be I really like if you have a chemist to have fumigators, so you can just drop them somewhere. Um, but you can't really do it with a frigate because then you can't. I mean, now maybe with corks, then you could, but nah. you you really want to. No, it's it's really only if you have an ironclad that you can do it. 
You can get him uh, there and put him down. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. we can put the chemist inside the, um, the, the gun, hauler. gun hauler. Move yeah. forward with both of them. Also, always start with the chemist on the ground, you know, and mm-hmm. the thunders, because you can buff the thunders, get them in the boats and the boats, and then move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, in case anyone didn't know that you could do that, uh, people typically are surprised. They're like, hey, how, mm-hmm. how do you use this buff? Always start with them on the ground. That way you can use yeah. that. Unless, unless you're playing Zilpin. Yeah, that's you're playing Zilpin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a trade-off. It's not a fair trade-off, but it's a trade-off. No, it sure isn't. Sure yeah. isn't. Um, yeah. So what would you say the weaknesses of this list are? Um, I would say that um, it's not as hitty as Kyle's. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that I, I cannot go toe-to-toe with a big unit with one of mine on its own. It has to be a combined effort. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's something. I'm going to have a hard time against, you know, Bastelodons, for example, because I don't have that many moral wounds yeah. in the list. I'm going to have a hard time against, like, chunks of Earthguard Berserkers. I'm going to have a hard time against Deepkin. Um so yeah, I mean, I it's it's really this is more of a list that is built for a five turn game, mm-hmm. you know, um, grind it out, remove small chunks of his army, you know, one piece at a time, and you know, scoring late game. Um, so usually, when I see KO players, uh, or you know, I see battle reports or everything, usually it's built around that first turn, get in your face. Kill as much as possible. Where you know this, this is not quite my play style. You know, I like to be a patient player. I like to have the game unfold and to just you know I'm gonna I'm gonna take one or two turns of not scoring as much as I can, but by removing key pieces of his army and moving around, denying him, you know, uh, what he wants to do, killing you know, sniping off some heroes, killing some small support units. Um, but against you know hard tough units, I'm gonna have a hard time. I think that's the main weakness. Yeah, I think um, actually you can score more with this army because of the way you have MSUs, right? You put the gun hole. Yeah. You countercharge with the wardens from behind. You know, in case you're not gonna go. Yeah. Take it. The gun haulers can live. You can score points in this army. Whereas in oh, yeah. mine, um, I have a harder time. Now my my one issue with MSUs is that trade-off, uh, the way combat works in this game versus 40k, mm-hmm. you know, every other thing fights. In my army, mm-hmm. Sky Wardens will always, I will always activate first with the Sky Wardens. It doesn't yeah. matter. Right? Like, I will kill the thing that I'm fighting. They're going to be out of combat. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. that they're paper-thin weak in terms of getting hit back because they're not going to get hit by anything. Here, it's like, okay, now you got you really have to think, what did I just charge into? What can I take? What is going to kill my things? Did I just die on your turn? You know, so um, MSUs are harder in that regard. You're more likely to take losses, but those losses don't matter as much. Yeah. Um, but that is a weakness. that's a great point. That's a great point. I totally agree. You know, uh, you know, managing your your combats is is key, right? In this list, and you know, I think that if you charge with an odd number of units, or if you charge 
if you multi-charge a unit, that can be doable as well. But I agree that managing combat is is an issue for this list. And you said about grinding out games to play the full five turns. Would you say armies that can summon um, or res resurrect units are also a bit of a problem? It depends. Uh, you know, if I play Flesh Eater Courts, uh, you know, you get a chance to limit the summon by killing those heroes. Mm. And we have all the tools to do it. Um, against Demon Armies, you know, same thing. You know, I think you have to see, well, if Slanesh, for example, it works on Depravity while well, you kill off the units before. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it can be a problem. The way I approach a game is I see how does that army works. You know, what does you know what makes it go? And I try to target as much as possible those things um, just to make sure that, you know, I can limit his summon if this is what he wants to do or to, you know, kill off key pieces uh, that buffs his army or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um so i think we covered your list now um and uh we, we've also looked at carl's list and there it's funny because they they do very similar things but in different ways because you're, you're both looking at getting into combat and using cogs although different types of cogs <laughs> um but from using a different the perspective using yeah different from a different perspective of you know Big strong units, or or smaller, but more more uh, a larger quantity of units. Um, is there anything? Do do you think there's a an issue? When I say an issue, it's not necessarily a problem, but it, the way KO is structured, it's hard to go in between those two because. You, in between on on the sky wardens is nine but you you don't you don't get the good part of either world because you can't hitch you don't get the a for gold so you're just not good from either and there isn't something between a frigate or an ironclad it's either you know a 480 point ship or a 220 point ship do you think no. you you're kind of pushing either going small multiple small units or or towards big units no i think it's six or twelve you know for the wardens you know nine as you said you 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 lose the benefits of 12 the benefits of six um you know i think every unit the way the way i see the army you have to have that screen right mm -hmm. so the number of models for that screen will of course be in line with your army like Kyle only has one ship to protect. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't need that big of a screen. Um, I have more ships. I have more small units. Hence the bigger screen. Um, I think you need, you know, that's the one thing I don't like about the uh, Iron Sky Command is it, it forces you to not, to not have as many ships. Mm -hmm. I like to see ships not as damage dealers, but as movement or redeploy so if 
you know, you lose that ironclad. Although Kyle doesn't use uh, flying high that much, I would believe. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so you need screens, you need some, you know, hitting power. Um, I don't, I don't think you could go in between because you you invest so much in that um, twelve man unit in that uh, ironclad to make it what it is. I mean, yeah, the ironclad is pretty good, but with the admiral and the engine master, you know, it's even harder. So I, that's a huge point investment. That should be roughly 1,400 points with both the ships, the heroes, and the battalion. So that's a lot of points. And, you know, for my list, if you want to go MSU and you need a lot of units, so 130 points for a gun hauler, 200 for six wardens. Now, you know, it, it starts to add up. So there's no room in my list. For an ironclad, because if I put it in there, uh, where do I remove? You know, uh, I, I'm going to remove some some sky wardens. Well, that's the purpose of Zon and the escort wing. I'm going to remove those engine riggers, okay? Well, I I can't remove the chemist because then I lose the cogs. I can't remove gender master because then I lose the battle lines. I can't remove the gun haulers because then I lose the escort wing. So it, it, it's really hard to fit in an ironclad in my list. And in Kyle's list, it's very hard to fit in more small units. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah, there's no... I think I agree with all of that. Yeah, there's no, there's no situation. I, I, we've talked about this before, that guy, what's his name, uh, that runs the nine. Um, uh, Sean, Sean Tuppen. Yeah, I still haven't seen him talk, so I'm gonna to have to watch him talk. But I don't. I I still am not convinced that 300 points for nine guys who just move normally is, is what you can do. Um, it it made sense when we were thinking that you could activate first in Mornar if someone mm-hmm. charged you, but then we remembered you can't. You can't do that in their turn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's doing that because I mean that would be a good reason can't do that legally so i don't see a place for nine um not until they do something like reduce the cost or something that makes nine mm-hmm. nah, it's just it's not gonna happen yeah just take three you, guys <laughs> yeah uh, there's nothing you can do about the price of boats i mean it's either a big boat or a medium boat isn't it yeah there's not a uh, there's not one in between unfortunately um i guess the uh, the other question I would have for both of you is, do you see a way of playing a Zon list without a battalion, uh, which I assume would mean not having. Yeah, I don't see playing a KO list without a battalion. To be honest, mm-hmm. I do it sometimes. But here, here's what you do: custodians, which are the sky wardens, without um, yeah, yeah, your 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 uh, squad leader. Mm-hmm. You take custodians and a crap ton of grapnel hooks. And a crap ton mm-hmm. of um, you know uh, small three man units. You place them in front of something, and you just play them normally. All they do is stop people from moving. You have all these. Uh, and I think this is better in Throng, Thring, Grant Park Thring. Mm-hmm. But you can do this in Zon, where you just have a bunch of dudes who are just making normal moves and don't have any battalions. Um, you can do it, and it's actually kind of really good, but it's stupidly expensive. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone would do it in real life, but you can no. do it. Um, <laughs> but realistically, in Zahn, you should be taking one or the other, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Or or actually taking Iron Sky attack, because you can still do a crap ton of damage and score a lot of points using um, arcs and frigates um, in there. But yeah, it's, this is not, it's not Zilfin. You can't sit anywhere you want on the board. You can't redeploy every single time. You know, um, you you want pace control, and you only get pace control from having a time. Uh, so it, it's it's a hard mode. Yeah. And then you you know you can't get cogs without battalion unless ah, that's, you take... it. that's the other one. <laughs> yeah. Literally cannot. So, Literally cannot. And you can't even get the collector command train. You wouldn't want to. Yeah, you can't. You just can't do it because you have to have the iron star and yep. mm -hmm. That's so. why I'm saying grapnels, not sky sky hooks, because you're not charging. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you'll do what you can. Make counter charges. Take a lot of arcs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I think that was it. I think there were, there were two sort of questions I I already knew the answers to, but I was. Double check that you guys thought the same really on those. Um, I do have Lee, a closing statement though. Okay. You know, if I'm talking to every new admirals because a few of them, I, I think we're you know, since a few few months we'll be having adding a lot of admirals. Mm -hmm. Gives on a spin, mm -hmm. right? You know, we know we all know that the Zilfin list works. We all know yeah. it's awesome. Try something else. You know, other parts of your battle tome. You know, don't be afraid to use different skyports, different abilities. It's going to enhance your gaming experience. Uh, you're going to discover more units in your book. And, you know, Zon, to be honest, it's a pretty good skyport. I mean, you get some nice rules, nice artifact, a nice trait. So you do have options. You know, take out those Skywardens from your your cabinet that is left untouched for years all right so use them it's going to be fun and your <laughs> friends will actually want to play you exactly it's so much <laughs> yeah. fun to play against that's the other thing oh, yeah. they're not getting shot off the board you have this really mm -hmm. weird dude who's playing combat dwarves with jetpacks and mm -hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> there you go what what yeah. what's not to like mm -hmm. your opponent's going to have more fun oh yeah and for sure from a competitive point of view um, they're less likely to be prepared. Mm -hmm. so. No one ever knows what this does. You know, for first time I took out <laughs> that Zon list, my opponent was like, "Okay, so you're gonna have those, those that that stupid vortex." No, dude, I have cogs. What? Mm -hmm. Cogs? Oh yeah. Yeah, that was the one thing I, I meant to ask you both earlier, and I forgot was how often how do people react when they see you have cogs? Uh, I see relief. <laughs> 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 I make it very obvious in my play group. I mean, you know, I, the 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 online tournaments I do are all over the world. Luckily, so we get a whole mm -hmm. bunch of people from all over. Um, but it's still kind of the same group of people, and they know that I just crap on the um, Zilfin list all the time. Like, man, this thing is so mm -hmm. stupidly broken. Like, who oh, yeah. who wrote this? You know. <laughs> mm -hmm. So they know that I'm not going to take Zilfin unless I'm like super mm -hmm. serious. Um, but yes, when you, when you put cogs on the table, you're like, okay, 
yeah, I'll speed up myself. And I'm like, oh, it's on, well. it's on. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> it's on, buddy. Yeah, so much fun. Um, and then one last thing: Is there anything you would really like to be able to squeeze in to your list, but you that you can't, or anything that you would like to put in a on list, but you just you don't find you have room for? I don't know if you can squeeze an ironclad in a list. <laughs> but you can my... drop your uh, your mm. six riggers, ten and ten arcs, and then the frigate. Swap it out. That would give you enough points. That'd be two hundred ninety points. The frigate is two twenty. The ironclad is about two hundred points more. You could actually do it. Actually, you wouldn't even need. You just have to drop the uh, the engine riggers. No, 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 because you need fifty points on top of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So you would need to drop. You could do it. Is it worth it? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> you could take an ironclad if you mm-hmm. wanted to. Yeah. Um, what? For me, one thing I wonder about. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Was a navigator. I don't know where. I don't think you could squeeze it into. I don't think it has a place in either of your lists. But I like the idea of it in a list with cogs for offsetting the buff you're giving to your opponent. So you get you're giving them plus two move charge, but their key unit you're going to half their movement. To offset that, but it's a points thing where I don't where it would be a luxury, I think. Yeah. All the best units in the game fly. You know? Mm-hmm. Like you realize that like all the best heroes fly. If you uh, shut down a sorcerer lord on Manticore, can't move, doesn't matter, it has a three up save, rerolling. Um Archaeon, you shut down his his, his hero, you know, shut down move down by half. Doesn't matter if he mm-hmm. activates twice and moves twice. You know. Um, so Navigator is definitely one of the best units in this army, but is it worth it for me to drop from a three drop to a four drop? Mm-hmm. That's a huge question, right? Like three drop means I always get the mm-hmm. base control. Four drop is like you have a 50-50% chance with most yeah. of most competitive lists um, that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. It's around four. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... You're already five heroes in your list, anyway. Yeah, five so heroes unless, in my list. So unless you're going to take one out, I mean, you could take out the encounter, go for bound cogs, and put in a navigator. But I don't get the dispel. You already said that you're losing. Then your your once per game auto unbind and and things like that. So it's too big for me. I hate gem it's too much. I hate endless spells. <laughs> I'm a dwarf player at heart, dude. Anybody who's casting magic is just like, you can, no, get out of here. But yeah. you're casting magic. I'm not. You I'm are. throwing it down. I'm throwing it down. Oh, you know how many times I've failed? Yeah. You know how many times I've failed the six up um, mystic shield on my ironclad just because I don't believe in magic? It's like, Knight and Cantor. I'm like, I'm going to roll these two dice here and roll a three. You know, it's like, <laughs> this is the easiest spell in the game to cast, and I can't cast mm. it. Uh, that said, Mystic Shield and Ironclad is really stupid. <laughs> that's a, that's oh, yeah. a really good point about the Night Encounter is just having having access to something like Mystic Shield is is really especially when you've only got those two units. Yep. To give one a yeah. ones and that's pretty handy. Some of the some of the round spells are huge. Yeah. Not cheap. Um yeah, so I think that's everything. There's I don't think there's anything else you'd really want to squeeze into a zone list, is there? That you, that you can't. I'd like it. Um, Brock was uh, in Zion. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More if you could that, change his war scroll, I, I'm sure yeah. he was adopted. 
you know yeah. there's something that, like that <laughs> yeah well it's like the uh, the old book when he, you mostly saw him in Barrett Monarch yeah and he, yeah they probably realized that if he if it wasn't uh keyworded to Barrack Nar units then he would just be in drama all the time <laughs> He'd be a good unit. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can take him and put on the list. More on that later. We're so, at two hours I, now. I think it's good. Yeah. I think we covered everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you both for joining me. Uh, everyone else has watched and participated in the chat. Uh, if you want to see more of Adeptus, go check him out on his the videos he did with AOS Geeks. If you want to pick uh, Kyle's brains more, come join us on the Discord. Um, I meant to put a, a link to that, but I'll put one in a bit because I forgot. Um, yeah, and if you like Overcast and you want to find out more about the other Sky ports when we do those shows, then like and subscribe. And thank you very much for watching. Sounds good. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks, Lee. Great to have you. Thank you very much. <laughs>